Welcome to a special episode of the Addiction Journal podcast. Today, I've got an interview with Colin Angus from the University of Sheffield for you, where he discusses his paper, Alcohol Outlet Density and Alcohol-Related Hospital Admissions in England, a National Small Area Level Ecological Study by Mahaswaran et al. that appears in the November 2018 issue of the journal. My name's Colin Angus. I'm a research fellow at the University of Sheffield uh, in the Sheffield Alcohol Research Group. The paper itself looks at the relationship between outlet density for places selling alcohol and hospital admissions for conditions related to alcohol. So we already know that both of these things are much higher in more deprived areas. So uh, in the UK, alcohol outlet density is about three times higher in the most deprived areas compared to the least. And alcohol-related hospital admissions are about four or five times higher in the most deprived areas compared to the least deprived areas. But we don't have such a great understanding of how the two things are related beyond the fact that they're both correlated with deprivation. And so this study tried to use very low level geographical data in terms of where alcohol outlets are and um, where people live uh, linked to hospital admissions data in order to try and sort of unpick that relationship a little bit. And when you talk about alcohol outlets, what sort of thing is covered by that? That could be anywhere that sells alcohol. Now, uh, one of the key novel areas of this study is that rather than just treat everywhere that sells alcohol, so that could be pubs, clubs, bars, restaurants, social clubs, hotels, casinos, or it could be off-licenses, corner shops, supermarkets. Uh, And rather than treat them all as being the same as each other, we tried to distinguish between them to see whether relationships were stronger or weaker for different kinds of outlets. Okay, so what did you find? So uh, we found that after you control for deprivation and a whole range of other characteristics, areas which have higher densities of outlets, so where there are more outlets, had higher levels of hospital admissions, which suggests that there may be some kind of association between those things. Obviously, we can't determine that the relationship is causal, but it, you know, it adds to the, the body of evidence we have that high levels of availability is associated with high levels of harm. And we found that those relationships were slightly different for different kinds of outlets. So we found the strongest relationships for pubs, bars and clubs, um, and to a slightly lesser extent, convenience stores. And we found a weaker relationship for things like supermarkets, which kind of makes intuitive sense, I guess, because even though around half of all the alcohol sold in the UK is sold in supermarkets, supermarkets cover a much wider catchment area. People will travel further to, to travel to go to a supermarket. So it's not necessarily... Uh, obvious they're going to influence the area immediately around them. From an interpretation perspective, I think one of the really interesting things that we found was that the relationship, or the association anyway, between outlet density and harm across all of the different kinds of outlets really is is not linear. So it increases much more rapidly at the very highest end of the scale, so where there's the most density, right? So the association is much stronger where there is much higher levels of density, which suggests that if you're looking to tackle alcohol-related harms, then trying to reduce density in those areas which already have very high density might be somewhere that you might start. Uh, And that sort of links in with the evidence that we already have in the UK that sort of suggests that local authorities, which are doing a bit more in terms of trying to uh, get involved in the alcohol licensing process, uh, trying to be a bit more active there, have seen better outcomes in terms of reducing alcohol-related harm. This sort of provides a bit more nuance to that and suggests that availability might be a moderator in that relationship. And if local authorities want to try and uh, tackle alcohol-related harm, then tackling availability in very high availability areas might be 
uh, a potentially effective avenue to do that. So we looked at different outcomes. Rather than just considering all hospital admissions related to alcohol, we grouped them into acute conditions. So that's things that are related to acute intoxication, things like assaults, falls, traffic accidents, and also chronic conditions. So that's things where it's not related to a single occasion of being drunk. It's more uh, the harm is linked to sort of long-term drinking. And I guess we would have expected before we did the study to find that the relationship for acute conditions was strongest in pubs, bars and clubs because that's where people are more likely to be drunk, I guess. And the association for chronic conditions is more likely to be stronger for convenience stores and other shops um, because that's where people who drink sort of more heavily at chronic levels are more likely to be buying their alcohol and that's not really what we saw at all we saw generally quite a mixed picture I guess across the outlet types and the different outcomes which is a bit harder to unpick so for pubs bars and clubs we actually saw a stronger relationship for chronic rather than acute outcomes so a 22% higher rate of admissions for chronic outcomes in areas with the very highest level of pub density compared with the lowest level of pub density, whereas it was only 13% higher when we looked at acute outcomes. So I guess that's kind of surprising. I'm not really sure we've got a good explanation for why we see that, but I guess that provides a bit more evidence for the suggestion that when looking at availability research, when doing this kind of thing, you really ought to take into account the different kinds of outlet types rather than just lumping them all together. And there we go. Thank you so much to Colin for taking the time to speak to me, and thanks for listening. Don't forget you can contact the journal on Twitter at AddictionJRNL, and I hope you'll join us next time. Goodbye!